Hoo-hoo, okay. Uh, you can go ahead and grab your blankets, grab your pillows, because for the first time ever on this episode, on this podcast, you can actually have an episode you can fall asleep and take a nap to. Please enjoy and enjoy your nap as well. Welcome to 52 Weeks of MLB Baseball, the podcast show that covers 52 weeks of the MLB year, starting from number one to number 52. I will be covering every news story there is on MLB Baseball. And today, we're going to have a boring episode today, as there is not that much signings at all. So please, again, grab your pillows, grab your blankets, and enjoy the podcast. All right, welcome here. Um, I'm kidding about the blankets and pillows. You might have to wait after, like, the first couple of things I can say, and then you can go to bed because it's a very it's going to be a boring week to this week. Every free top free agent has been signed. There has not been that much deals. The offseason is basically over. Spring training is right around the corner. I cannot wait for next week. If you don't know, heads up next week. Heads up next week, I will be doing my predictions for the 2021 season. I'll be guess I'll be predicting the division winners from each division, the World Series winners, the National League winners, the AL winners, the Cy Youngs, the MVPs, maybe a couple of silver sluggers, gold gloves, I don't know. Rookie of the years, I'm going to push the those in there too. Pot, possibly Hall of Fame. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. But so yeah, stay tuned because that's going to be an exciting episode today. Though, grab your coffee, grab your pillow, grab your blanket. Um, you're gonna want to lay down for this. This is gonna be one of those napping episodes. If you ever watched like a movie or something and it's so boring, you're gonna want to fall asleep too. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those days today. Anyway, though, thank you for joining this podcast. If you have not subscribed to yet, it yet, please go ahead and do so. And, you know, just to subscribe and, you know, keep daily updates of MLB baseball, go ahead and do that. Thank you for listening today. All right, starting off the week, not much, really. Um, Jay Bruce signs a... Miners deal with the New York Yankees. Jay Bruce actually used to be be a Cincinnati Red. He is one of he was one of my favorite players and still is. I think he's more of the underrated outfielder though. I think a lot of people think he's not a good outfielder anymore. He is one of the better hitters of the game. He's under the radar. He and he's pretty good defensively. His arm out there very good. He's getting older though. I get that. Miners deal, you're not going to give him a big league contract, especially if they're the Yankees and you got a loaded everything. But Jay Bruce, former Red signs of the Yankees, so I'm glad for that. And, you know, he was one of my favorite players when he used to be on the Reds, and I still think he could be one of a starting outfielder again because he's still got that great hitting in him. Next up, James Paxton. 
returns to the Seattle Mariners on a one-year deal. James Paxton, one of the top free agents, Cy Young talent. I really think he should win one before he retires. He probably is. Past couple years, the Yankees, though, um, not that good, I guess. Uh, with the Mariners, though, he was he was pretty good. He was really good. You know, Cy Young talent again. Past couple years, the Yankees, though, he's been eh, I guess. Uh, he was hurt most of the season last season. So, uh, you know, James Paxton back to the Mariners, going back to your hometown. That's that's like that's always what I like to see from a lot of players. I like to see them going back to their hometown. The, you know, the place where they uh, made their major league debut and stuff. So, James Paxson back, one-year deal with the Mariners. Left-handed pitcher, I was hoping the Reds would get him, but they didn't. Um, you know, because the Reds like to be cheap this year. But, anyway, you know, Cy Young talent. He's going to be the ace for the Mariners, no doubt. He's probably going to start opening day next year. Um, I think that's a good pickup for the Mariners. It's uh, They need it for their starting rotation, their starting rotation. The only guy I know there is Marco Gonzalez, and he is not that good. So, James Paxton Mariners, good deal. Let's move on. Justin Turner signs a two-year, $34 million deal back with <laughs> the Dodgers. Um, The Dodgers, oh gosh. I We have a team so good, and I hate this because I can't – Think of all those people who used to live back in the nineties, who used to live who lived during the nineties and who used to live back in like the forties to the sixties. How did you guys handle the Yankees? I mean, I can't handle the Dodgers, man. I just I cannot. There's such a powerhouse and they keep winning and it's annoying. So Turner back to the Dodgers. I was hoping he would go somewhere else, but you know. He can't. He's with the stupid Dodgers. Um, but um, they're not stupid. They're a very good team. I just tired of them winning, <laughs> even though they've won their first World Series in a long time. But I still just don't like the Dodgers. Never have. Um, they used to be rivals with the Reds, and that's just kind of why I've never really liked the Dodgers. They've just yeah, it's kind of like me and the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Giants. That's another story for later, the Giants story. It's uh, but yeah, that's it's a it's a rot. It's I never liked the Dodgers. So anyway, Turner goes back to the Dodgers. Two year, three four million dollar deal. I think the Dodgers could have had a better third baseman out there than Justin Turner. I think Justin Turner should have moved on, gone somewhere else. But hey, I'm not him. So he goes back to the Dodgers, probably going to be their starting third baseman. Um, yeah, the Dodgers are basically loaded, uh, just like the Yankees. So moving on, Mike Montgomery. If you don't remember him at all, Mike Montgomery was the pitcher who saved Game 7 of the 2016 World Series for the Chicago Cubs. Yes, he was the, he was the pitcher who got the save, got the final out for the Cubs. No, it was not a as Chapman. He got the win. Mike Montgomery has kind of, I don't know what Joe Madden was thinking, moving him from a bullpen guy to a starter. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out for Montgomery at all. He kind of, 
fell off, and he has not been that good since. So he signs a miners deal with the Mets, invited to spring training, and so did Tommy Hunter. Tommy Hunter used to be a top pitching prospect for the Rangers back in the early 2010s. He used to be a starting pitcher for the Rangers. Actually started a game in the 2010 World Series, or was it 2011? Or maybe both. I'm not... I'm not sure, but yeah, he was he was pretty good. Uh, recently spent with the Phillies. Re- his recent years have been spent with the Phillies. He's been a usually back end of the bullpen kind of guy. Uh, also, he kind of fell off too. So he signs with the Mets also, and so does Mike Mike Montgomery. They're getting they're having him spring training invites. I don't expect them to be on the roster. So yeah, that's basically that. Yasmiro Petit and Sergio Romo both sign one-year deals with the Oakland A's. Yeah, I'm Sergio Romo. Uh, let's just start with him first. Sergio Romo looked to be this really good closer, especially after the 2012 season with the Giants. He didn't really never worked out. He really didn't really work out at all. I mean, he's still, I guess, a kind of bit of a cl- closer, but I just, I do not see it in him at all. I've never seen headlines about it as much at all. I don't think he's one of those top closers that you're going to get right now. Um, but Sergio Romo is going the ace of, I mean, by the bay again. I'm <laughs> just, just right across the Golden Gate Bridge from where he used to play in the San, with the San Francisco Giants. Um, but Sergio Romo, I think it might be a little bit of a good pickup for the A's. I don't expect him to be their closer, uh, but I think it's a pretty good pickup for the A's, I guess. I don't know. Yes, Miro Petit, though, it's a great pickup, though. He can start and he can relieve. I, better, I like him better as a reliever. And he is one of the best arms out there. He is one of the most underrated free agents I'm out there right now. And they just went back to the A's. He is one of the better players. One of the better pitchers. And no one's seen that. But he goes back to the A's. One-year deal. Good for them. They need the bullpen help. So, yeah. Moving on. Keone Kella used to be with the Pirates. Signs a deal with the Padres. I don't know how long. I don't know how much money. That's kind of the boring part about this. Keone Keller, though, goes to the Padres. I don't think he's going to be closer, though, because this next guy, Mark Melanson, signs a deal with the Padres. Mark Melanson, I actually, now I think about it, I don't think he'll be closer either. Because Mark Melanson has not been good in the closing situation in a while. But Melanson goes back to the Padres, or not back, but goes to the Padres. I think it's great pickups for the Padres, again, Great signings by the Padres. They, that's just, yeah, very good signings by them. You got two bullpen guys who can shut things down. So, yeah, so I think that's a great, I think that's a great two signings for the Padres. Very needed for them. And just, you know, sums up the way their offseason has been. A great offseason. All right, now you can pull out the pillows and blankets and take a nap because now we're getting into the boring section. Good job. You made it through the first 11 minutes of the podcast. If you're already asleep now, congratulations. 
I have no reward for you. Moving on. Austin Barnes signs a two-year, $4.3 million deal. He re-signs, technically, with the Dodgers. Austin Barnes, more defensive catcher than offensive catcher. End of story. Moving on. Ben Gamble signs a minors deal with the Cleveland Indians. Ben Gamble, I used to be pretty good. I thought he could be one of these power hitters, kind of slash contact hitters. And a great outfitter might have been the a big free agent name, but you know he's he's now gone to minors deals. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that stinks. Uh, oh well, CJ Crone also signs a minors deal with a spring training invite with the Colorado Rockies. I think CJ Crone is a major league player. I think he should get a major league contract. He has been the most product. He has been a powerhouse. And is one of the most productive players out there. One of the most underrated free agents, too. But again, I am not the Rockies. I am not C.J. Crone. So, I think he can be a pretty good first baseman for the Rockies. And especially in Coors, don't look for him to hit 30 home runs in the upcoming season. <clears throat> and we'll move on here in a second. Billy Hamilton signs a minors deal with the Cleveland Indians. Billy Hamilton, I remember when he came up, hype all around this kid, the speedster. You know, he was going to steal 100 bases in a year. He couldn't hit for the life of him. I mean, really. I, I much as less the biggest hit I've ever seen him play, hit live, was a double. And that didn't even hit the wall. I mean, that's just like, Billy Hamilton can't hit. He can field. He can run. And you know what? I think they should do what the A's did with a track star back in the 70s. A designated pinch runner. The Oakland A's got a track star back in the 70s. And you're like, why would they get a track star? I mean, and he doesn't even know how to hit. I mean, like, why why would you get a track star? Because that track star was the best base stealer on the A's. And why? Because he pinch ran. He would pinch run, steal a couple of bases, and be done. That was it. And I think they should do that with Billy Hamilton. It would really boost his career. I mean, really. A designated pinch runner. I think that'd be a good idea for the Indians to do with Billy Hamilton. And yet, you can play the outfield, too. So you don't have to, you know, be bad about the pinch running stuff and be like, oh, you're gone. Because the track star that the A's had couldn't play a position. So he basically was just running the bases. Anyway, speaking about Indians, Jason Kipnis signs a minors deal with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Jason Kipnis, he's not done that well at all. Um Kind of lost his talent, so moving on. Just, uh, no, not yet. Matt Shoemaker signs a one-year, $2 million deal with the Minnesota Twins. Matt Shoemaker, probably another underrated pitcher. I think he could be a pretty good pitcher. Maybe Cy Young talent, maybe a little bit there. Um, But used to play with the Angels, played with the Blue Jays last year. He's going to the Twins now, so I think it's a little bit good signing for the Twins. Justin Wilson signs a deal with the New York Yankees. He basically goes from Queens, New York with the Mets to New York City with the Yankees. Justin Wilson, uh, uh, pretty good. I think he's a pretty good relief pitcher. He's 
Uh, I I see some closer talent in him. Some closer talent in him, but again, you know it, he's probably going to be one of the back end bullpens kind of guys for the Yankees. I don't know who their closer. Oh wait, yeah, Chapman is their closer. So yeah, it's not going to work out at all. Kevin Pillar signs a one year deal with the New York Mets. Pilar, um, he has shown a lot more contact power hitting. That's good because when he used to be with the Blue Jays, he'd be your leadoff hitter, and he kind of be like Billy Hamilton and can't, couldn't hit. He can field still, too. I think he's a pretty good pickup for the Mets. I don't know where they're going to put him in the outfield, but I think it's a pretty good pickup for the Mets. It's, it'll be oh, interesting with Kevin Pilar for sure. I think he could be a better I think I think he's a better player than he was before. Tyler Anderson, uh, left-hand pitcher, used to pitch for the Giants. Uh, not really that much known. Signs a one-year, two-point-five million-dollar deal with the Pirates, and that's basically all you got to hear because the Pirates stink. He probably he kind of stinks, and uh, he might turn things around. In Pittsburgh, who knows? Uh, we know we know Pittsburgh's in its rebuilding stage, so. You know, you just got to move on from that, and you got to move on from this. All right, so next news. So uh, uh, one of the two trades that happened this week, three actually, Josh Spores from the Dodgers goes to the Texas Rangers in exchange for John Zambrano. Josh, Josh Spores, I think I'm saying that right. He's a pretty good relief pitcher. He's uh, and, and I'm not sure if I'd be using him as one of my most dependable relief pitchers, but he's a pretty good relief pitcher. He could probably fit with the Rangers out there since the Rangers need everything right now. And the Dodgers getting John Zambrano, a prospect who I don't think he's going to really get that good. So I think he's going to be like a bullpen guy that lasts about two, three years, and that's it. So, John Zambrano goes to the Dodgers, and Josh Spores goes to the Rangers. Brett Anderson signs a one-year $2.5 million deal with the with the Milwaukee Brewers, so he goes back to the Brewers. Brett Anderson, I, again, I think one of the most underrated pitchers. He's a solid pitcher. He's going to go out there, give you six, five, six innings every time, and only give up maybe a couple of runs. That's He was one of the most un, more underrated pitchers as well, so... Yeah, he goes back with the Brewers, used to pitch with the A's. He pitched with the Brewers last year, and apparently he liked them, so he goes back to them. Tony Watson, if you don't remember him, used to be a big closer for the Pirates, and uh, kind of that was his only good year. Signs a minor deal with the Philadelphia Phillies and an invitation to spring training. I don't think it's going to help the Phillies at all. They need as much help with their bullpen as they can get. And if Tony Watson performs, maybe they'll get that help from the bullpen. Brandon Workman signs a one-year, $1 million deal with the Cubs. I think Brandon Workman, the only part good about his year was in Boston. With Philadelphia, though, it I'm not sure. I think it's Philadelphia and their bullpen. It stunk, man. It really... <laughs> Stunk. So I'm not sure how I grade this for the Cubs. Is it going to be the good Brandon Workman from Boston, or is it going to be the bad Brandon Workman from Philadelphia? I'm not sure. 
I don't the Cubs if they can re-sign Jeremy Jeffress, they don't need a closer. Hopefully, I think Jeremy Jeffress is with them right now. I'm not sure, but I'm not sure how I grade with grade this with the Cubs. They're getting a closer. They're getting kind of a short reliever guy. So, yeah, Brandon Workman goes to the Cubs. One year, one million dollar deal. Another trade that happened: the Rays acquire. Chris Mazza, right-handed pitcher, and left-handed pitcher Jeffrey Springs from the Red Sox. And the Red Sox acquired catcher Ronaldo Hernandez and infielder Nick Sogard. Ronaldo Hernandez is a pretty good prospect. Um, He's really not that good defensively a catcher, which is really weird because catcher is one of the most defensive, demanding positions out there. But... Yeah, he's got some sparkle of some hitting talent there. He could be a pretty good catcher maybe in the future. Maybe one of those guys like Jason Veritek who is just there and is a solid catcher and you just can't give up. Uh, Nick Sogard, though, I kind of like this kid because Nick Sogard is, is a very good defensive infielder. Hitting-wise, he could probably get better at. Defensively, though, he looks like a gold glover out there. So, Nick Sogard, I think it might be pretty good with the Red Sox that they can get him to hit. He's probably going to be another solid player for the Red Sox that they could get. Another trade by the Rays, they acquire first baseman Evan Edwards from the Miami Marlins. Prospect um, was drafted in the fourth round this past year. Not, I don't know. He could probably be good. The Marlins acquire right-handed pitcher John Curtis, a bullpen guy, and, you know, not that much to him either. So, moving on. Okay, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You got to wake up, okay? I know you just took a nap, but now you got to wake up because Fernando Tatis Jr. signs a 14-year, $340 million extension with the San Diego Padres. Why? Okay, I I like the Padres, okay, but they're going to have a talent generational talent player for a very long time. I hope they don't turn into the Dodgers. Um I actually I could tolerate them more than the Dodgers, but if they turn into the Dodgers, I'm going to give up on them because if they keep winning and winning every season, and I'm just going to get bored of it because the Reds suck, the Indians suck, and the Tigers suck. My three favorite teams. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a big extension for Fernando Tatis. Great job by the Padres signing him. Mitch Moreland signs a one-year deal with the Oakland A's. Mitch Moreland has been one of the more prolific power hitters out there. I think it's a pretty good sign for the A's. They need the they need the power right now. I mean, they just lost a lot of their big guys in free agency. And another thing, too, the A's are adding to their bullpen Trevor Rosenthal on a one-year $11 million deal. Trevor Rosenthal, he's, he's going to be the closer of the A's. I can I look at him and I say he's going to be a closer for the A's because he is going to, if he continues like he did in KC and in San Diego, he is going to be a good closer for years to come. 
And Oliver Perez reunites with the Cleveland Indians on a minors deal. Oliver Perez used to be with the Indians a couple years back. Um, <clears throat> invite to spring training, but I don't know if it's going to be that good for the Indians. They need better bullpen help right now. So, yeah. Don't get me wrong, though. James Karinchak, he's definitely going to be your closer. He looks to be really good. So you better keep a hold of him, really. And our last news of the day, Taiwan Walker signs a two-year, $20 million deal with the New York Mets. The Reds lost out on, again, another good pitcher. But, you know, apparently they're pinching pennies, right? pinching our pennies right now so um but anyway goes to the Mets I think it's a good deal for the Mets he's going to be a pretty good asset to that rotation so that's all for this week stay tuned in for next week as we will be predicting uh, almost everything MLB baseball I'm going to be doing my awards predictions my uh standings not standings predictions but like winner predictions and stuff and I think it's going to go well next week. So you got to come back next week. Stay tuned in for that. Please subscribe to this podcast. Thank you for your support through these seven long weeks of MLB baseball, especially this one. I will see you next week. See you later. And please stay tuned in. Week eight will be our predictions week. You're going to have, I'm going to have fun with this. You're going to have fun with this. And, you know. If you want to, you can debate me about it, about it too. And yeah, it, you're going to have fun with this. I'm going to have fun with this. Let's go and just baseball on. Thank you. See you later.